morning, handsome. Coming at you from sunny California, USA, here at Handsome Headquarters, I'm Lee Singer Golden, and this is your Morning Handsome, brought to you by LiberalGuiltRadio.org and MorningHandsome.com. Catholics call out coffin calendar in a Polish joke you've never heard. Los Gigantes sweep <laughs> Detroit in a historical World Series. A pregnant zombie found shot dead behind wheel of car. Pollsters predict an election <coughs> too close for comfort. This is the story of the Hurricane Sandy. Why, yeah, 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 can't you see New York's in misery? The iPad Mini. Is it an iPhone for giants or an iPad for dwarves? Windows 7 releases the 10th version of its software, Windows 8. <laughs> Chris Christie and Obama totes besties. Michael Bloomberg asks Native American community for refund on Staten Island. We want our beads back, says the New York mayor. And in a bid to own everything you love, Disney buys Star Wars slash your mom. So we list off the top five plot lines we want to see in Star Wars 7. I'm joined in the studio today by my illustrious co-host, the handsomest boys in podcasting, Andrew Ambrose. Morning, handsome. Good morning, handsome. Caleb Hoffert, morning, handsome. Good morning, handsome. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> the, he's, <laughs> the mic just like caught on fire for a second. <laughs> wow, that pack of cigarettes you smoked last night really did it for you, Caleb. That's right. That's where my power comes from. I see. <laughs> Today's podcast brought to you by Nicotine. <clears throat> Give me some more. All the good eans. We got caffeine, nicotine. Tangerine dream. Tangerine. Baleen. My sister's... Uh, Whales. <laughs> nickname in high school was uh, Visine Queen. She was the Visine Queen. And they, the local band, Zoology... She just texted me right as we said that. I like, I like that she texted you. Did, <laughs> did you see what it said? Because it was really funny. What did it say? It said, uh, well, uh, never mind. <laughs> it's not fit for radio I can't share but I do have to say it was juicy okay so this is the thing here in handsome headquarters we have our um, all the information we need for the show on the um, uh, I guess it's a 47 inch uh, television screen um, but the thing is that the screen is now powered by my cellular phone which is plugged into the television so whenever like someone texts me something it'll just show up anyway why the fuck am i explaining this this is so uninteresting <laughs> but you, you that was incredibly you just read my mind <laughs> you're, you're freaking me out right now what number am i thinking of 69 dude um all right so the most interesting news i think this week is star wars 7 disney <laughs> <laughs> the most interesting the yes. most interesting absolutely look the fate of the country for the next four years is in the balance um half of the eastern seaboard is out of power water and food but let's face it that is not nearly as interesting as the fact that D disney has purchased everyone's favorite sci-fi fantasy space cowboy um, uh, space wizard space as well. wizard cowboy samurai movie <laughs> um series star wars yeah um, and, you know, for years, when we were kids, we thought that there was going to be three trilogies of Star Wars. There was going to be the, the they were going to start with the middle, which we had all seen, you know, four, five, six. And then they were going to go back and do the prequels, one, two, three. And then eventually we were going to see uh, seven, eight, nine. Mm -hmm. um, but after 
Lucas finished episode three, he was sort of, I think he was fed up with it. I mean, yeah, he, I he got so. so much, <clears throat> he put so much into that. I mean, say what you want about those movies. He dedicated a decade to, to, make, <laughs> to making those movies, and they ended up being rather disappointing to, to many people. Yep. And so after dedicating a decade to, of his life. To many people over the age of eight, they were very disappointing. Right. He was totally lambasted. He was yeah. Christopher lambasted by it. <laughs> and... Oh man! Oh man! Oh, what a call out! <laughs> and um, I, I think it's more amazing, less amazing that Disney bought it because Disney will buy anything that yeah, they but, have Pixar, they George have Lucas sold Marvel. Yeah, I, I'm not that surprised that he sold it. Honestly, really? I mean, yeah, just like I agree with Lee, he must be just sick of it. He's been I riding think, that horse for. He's as sick of it as we are. Yeah, exactly. And I love Star Wars. I got Star Wars shit all over my house. Like I have more Star Wars stuff than I have like Jewish stuff or food. I, I kind of, I kind of hope honestly that this this turns into a Steven Spielberg movie where, um, you know, there's still deep down, or maybe a Lucas movie, where deep down inside that shell of blackness that uh, that he wears now, um, there's a blue ghost um, that's. <laughs> Digitally remastered in. We can all um, sing Yub Nub. And he's gonna, we'll we're gonna him. sing Yub Nub, and he is going to uh, to be young George Lucas again, and he's gonna be make something that's oh. not Star Wars. You he's met, gonna reboot himself. You, you yeah. meant shell of fatness. That you well, yeah. Oh, I th- you said blackness, and I was really confused. <laughs> but you meant shell of fatness. Yeah. Oh. Mm. He's yes. more obese now than man. Yes, exactly. The uh, you know, I I don't know. I I just I'm excited for more Star Wars. You know, sure. I'm always gonna Why be down to consume more Star Wars. It'll and, probably be better. I mean, let's face it. Disney yeah. is, as much as I'm, I'm upset with the sort of homogenization of popular culture that sort of everything comes out of one spout and how that's kind of dangerous and leads down a slippery slope of self-censorship. Let's face it. Disney produces the most consistently quality product of anyone in the mass media uh, landscape. Right. Yeah. When you're talking about movies. Yeah. But I do and like think their that, big movies, yeah. yeah right. Big movies. I do think George Lucas was more likely to pursue a PG-13 than Disney will be. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, some of yeah. these movies might become real G-washed. Yeah, Disney is become. like, Disney I mean, pushes the edge on, like, doing a hard G. Right. right. I mean? They do a hard G. <laughs> yeah. They find that they find that spot. Well, you know, are they going to... but G I mean, comic it, mischief. I would, say, I would say it depends. I mean, are they going to... They're still going to... You know, market it out under Lucasfilm. I mean, it'll say Disney, Lucasfilm, yeah, whatever. Like but but it's different than like it's not coming out of Disney Studio where the kids stuff comes out of. I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to be bloody or anything. Look, I they think did that... Pirates of the Caribbean, and the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie starts with a small child being uh, hanged. So PG. Yeah. Well, no, I think that so was a, that was a hard PG thirteen. I, I don't think they go for thirteen, dude. Really? I think but they got a hard. I, mean, I think need... they have a hard out. At I don't think that you need to. Star Wars doesn't really need to. If you can murder children, I think we'll be fine. Like, look at the first ones. Nothing in that. I don't think there's anything in those first ones that would move it above PG. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, the, the first movies, they're a hard PG. You know, yeah. like, you get an arm. But also, PG was more, was actually harder back in the day. Like, you could yeah. say, like, shit in PG. Right. Um, and you mean it was more lenient. More, you could more broad. say shit, right. dude. You could, you could say, say shit. You could say shit, dude. And <laughs> Lucas and Spielberg invented and PG-13. Because yeah. they made um, Temple of Doom, and they're like, yeah. well, we want to make money off of kids, but they probably right. shouldn't see this movie, so let's make something that's not yeah. rated R. Monkey brains. So we can still say shit and rip a heart out and make it PG. Right. Yeah. We should stop talking about ratings. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so I'm not saying we stop talking about Star Later Wars, in the but... show, we'll get back into yeah. Star Wars 7. Can I, um, can I one more thought mm. on ratings? Though? I, yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day. Uh, you know, I, I work uh, I do curriculum for these little kids. Mm. And we're talking about how do you explain, and they're doing a video game design class, how do you explain ESRB you know, to kids? Mm-hmm. And his thing was like, you know, it's like, 
he uses Elmo as the example. And he's like, well, I don't know if this is super appropriate for middle school. But he's like, you know, it's like Elmo is like, you know, in like, a, you know, a G rating. It's like Elmo's like, hi, everybody, I'm here. And then it's like for the PG, for the, you know, the R rating in the SRB, it's like Elmo smoking a cigarette going, hey, kids, how you doing? I'm Elmo. You know, so it's like. Oh, yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> I, I, That's my favorite Sesame Street. I enjoy the idea that, that uh, you know, we, we can bastardize these, these characters. <laughs> Yeah. That was on VH1's Behind the Elmo. It was actually on THS, the true Hollywood story of, of, the, Elmo. of the street. It was about that <laughs> night that Elmo got in that horrible car accident and um, Elmo was paralyzed. Or, I mean, uh, Grover was paralyzed and yeah. they hadn't seen it. Oh, no, wait, that was Leaf Garrett. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Elmo's like, you know how many, you know how many people's, I can't even do it, but you know how many people's hands I've had up my ass? You know how many people's hands Elmo's had up Elmo's ass? <laughs> Actually, it's only been two. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, well, originally <laughs> Elmo was like black had some different <laughs> different character, and then that that what's his Kevin Johnson? What's his name? Clash. Kevin Clash. Yeah, Kevin Johnson is the base uh, basketball player who's also the mayor of Sacramento. Right. Who I met once at a uh, Panda Ex- No, not Panda Express, but uh, what's that? Uh, that that, that Sabaros. Sure. <laughs> That's not what it is, but it doesn't really matter. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. I, like who is you? You've started talking about one person. Now you're talking about a baseball player, and then you're talking about getting Mexican food, basketball, and it was Asian food. It doesn't a, matter. That's called, my point. It's called a tangent. P.F. Chang's. That's what it was. P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's. Yes. I saw Kevin Johnson at P.F. Chang's. That's not even the person you were gonna tell us about. <laughs> yes, Kevin Clash. Come on, follow me. Kevin As Clash you... is the guy who used to put his who does put his hand up Elmo's butt. As Good you, for him. As you hold up an image of Space Jam. The Clash. <laughs> I'm like, Space Jam? Oh, okay. Good segue. Um, um, so, are we, so you want to talk more about the Star Wars? Or I are think we, we'll uh, get back, we'll into, get back into that. Let's um, Talk about this thing you yeah. were talking about this yeah, morning. Okay, so, um, this is, uh, <clears throat> so somewhere in, uh, let's say it's Michigan. Um, <laughs> Sabaros. <laughs> some, so I had a Sabaros in Michigan. Um, so uh, I can't remember the state. I think it might have been Michigan. Um, the police received a call uh, the other night saying, um, as, you they need to, oft as they oft do, uh, and they said there's a car at an intersection and there's a woman there who looks like she's been shot and she's slumped over the, the steering wheel. Um, and so they, you know, rush on over or whatever the police do in Michigan. Um, and they arrive and they, they find out, they're like, oh yeah, it looks like it. They open up the door and it turns out, no, it's not actually a, a woman who's been shot. It's, um, it's a woman dressed as a pregnant zombie uh, who's so drunk from a party that she went to that she passed out on her car wheel. <laughs> And so they're like, oh, well, I guess you're not actually the undead. We're going to take you in for DUI. As well you should. Yeah, as because well you should. she's a drunk pregnant lady. Yeah. Dr- no, she wasn't actually pregnant. She was. Oh. That was part of the costume. It would have been, that would have oh, been even like, better. I would have thought that would be pretty I mean, funny better, if they were like, well, you know, we, we don't, we don't. We don't agree with abortion, but because you're mistreating your child, we're going to take it from you right now. <laughs> it was a legitimate zombie bite. It was not. Yeah. Because if, 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 if. Oh, yes, of course. If God wants you to be bit by a zombie, then you will be, you'll get a DUI driving undead influence. Yeah. And you'll get it. Now, was this a legitimate zombie bite or a forcible zombie bite? Because I, I, I don't believe know. there's a distinction between the two. Well, now, what's a forcible versus a legitimate? I guess I need to understand what the distinction is before I can answer the question. Right. Well, it's it's a complicated definition, and, it, and it, you actually have to have an ultrasound to tell. It sounds so. like one you, you want. Right. And the other one, you don't. You don't. You, okay. Well, you, I'm just not sure which one. One you want, and one you. Once I saw um, oh, okay. ultrasound open for Weezer, they're pretty good. <laughs> Transurethral ultrasound is my favorite band. Lee, you know how I know you're lying? 
Because ultrasound was never good. Because <laughs> I know you hate Weezer. <laughs> Especially in Prometheus when the mm. ultrasound revealed that uh, she had an alien baby inside her. I saw that movie the other day. Did you guys see that? I didn't no, see that one. See Spoiler alert, doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. It doesn't need to. It's called Prometheus. All right. Um, should we get into sports? Yeah. We have a lot to talk about. We do. Yeah, let's do it. So okay. um, let's get, get through into it. <laughs> Are you ready to rumble? Sports. Basketball. Baseball. Football. <laughs> Bowling. Badminton. <laughs> Other stuff. Timed chess. <laughs> Cricket. Synchronized oh. swimming. Curling. <laughs> the Giants win the World Series. <laughs> and uh, that's all we have for sports today. Good night, good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Thank, Thank you, you, you for listening to sports. Right. Morning Handsome, where you can trust for your in-depth analysis of all your sporting needs. And another curling news. I heard they designed a new brush. Did they? Yeah, wow. I heard they have a new brush now. Did you ever curling. see that Leslie Nielsen movie um, where he's a curler? Men with brooms. Men with brooms. Mm. <laughs> I missed that one. Yeah. I missed that one. Yeah. Oh, was that the remake of the Chimney Sweep one? Oh, no, that was Dick. Oh, uh, yeah, that's Dick Van Dyke. Oh, sorry. Um, Chim yeah. Chimney, Chim Chim mm-hmm. Drew. That was what so I was I, thinking of. That's all for sports. That's um, it. Let's so, good night, good night. Politics. Yeah, politics. Um, politics. Let's get into it. It's, it's, let's, it's let's happening. dive. Mm, let's dive, dive deep into it. I, I heard. Deep. I heard they're happening. <laughs> Politickings. Yeah, I've heard that politics have been uh, occurring yeah. around us. It's been hard. You know, I've been trying to. You know, I try to watch TV, and uh, even in California here, obviously not a battleground state. I'm still bombarded by incessant mm. political ads. You're o bombarded. I'm o bombarded. <laughs> so, did you hear about these robocalls? That um, I hope this is a good setup. Clint Eastwood is like putting robocalls in for Obama. Is he? I mean, I'm sorry, for, against Obama yeah. for Mitt Romney. Oh, really? I don't think they're actually robocalls. I think the guy is so, he's just so bored. retired that he's actually <laughs> sitting and be like, hello, this is Clint Eastwood. And just actually, I think he actually, he is a robot. Well, yeah. So he is calling them as a regular person, but he's a robot, so technically it's a robo. Yeah. Well, he, he does it very efficiently. He's got a bar stool with a speakerphone on it in his living room, and he just kind of walks around it and lectures it. Right. And then they just have like a service that just keeps yeah. dialing. Exactly. People. Just anytime somebody hangs up, it just dials right. this person. He doesn't even know it. Doesn't even no. notify him in any way. He just keeps talking. And you get this stream <laughs> of consciousness. Yeah. Like you might join midway through. You know. Well, and it's it's just really fortunate that about every minute or so he says, "And I'm Clint Eastwood." And I believe that he just, for no reason, right. he just throws his name in. It's very strange style of, of speaking. Well, you know, after he mind-melded with Charlton Heston to uh, <laughs> allow Charlton Heston to give his last speech at the NRA, um, <laughs> he actually has a bit of Charlton Heston inside of him now. They do sound... They did an remarkable. ultrasound. <laughs> There's a little Charlton Heston inside, wearing a loincloth. Oh, man. So yeah, it's the so um, <laughs> Hurricane Sandy. <laughs> hurricane Sandy uh, is a hurricane. Why yeah yeah yeah. So um, my sister is um, in the eye of the hurricane. No, not really. She was just in New York and she was without power. And I was trying to get a hold of her like the day after the hurricane, and like um, she didn't pick up her phone. 
And then someone was like, it's okay. I just talked to my friend in the Bronx. He's, uh, you know, just sitting around by candlelight playing board games. I was like, oh, no, Emma hates board games. I got to get a hold of her. <laughs> but she's safe. Um, they have this safe thing. Safe from board games? Safe from board games. Oh, my God. There's this thing. that There's a new segment of, uh, new, of Manhattan that they call SOPO. Uh, south of power so it's basically any area south of where there's electricity they call it SOPO hmm. and people have been setting up like these anyone who has power like whether it's a business or a home a lot of people have been like setting up um, electricity cords out into the street so people mm-hmm. can come by and charge their phone right. and stay in touch with loved ones mm-hmm. you know it's really you know just like after 9-11 the, the city coming together and um, it's one of those times where New York's like all right Let's not be a dick for a little while, and mm-hmm. uh, let's actually be nice. All right, all right. They, like, put their hands up. Okay, time out on dick. Time out on dickery for yeah. uh, at least a couple of days. Hey, the- come on. New York City's not like that. No. It's not that bad. It's more like a big college campus. I mean, everybody's kind of on one, you know, one big dorm, it seems like, when you go there. Hmm. Yeah, People are much. really, How like, do you mean? I don't know. I think people are more willing to engage with each other. Hmm. Like, in New York, you know, if somebody starts walking, walks up to you randomly at the produce market and starts talking to you, you just kind of talk to them. You know, here we just ignore anybody who speaks to us in public. Um, I don't know about that. In New York, I, I, I go, I pretty much go by a smell ratio. Mm. Um, so just depending on how that person smells, I will decide whether or not uh, I'm going to engage them in conversation. So when they start talking, you're like, "Wait, hold on a second." No, no, no. The thing is, if they're standing there and I don't have to do that, then I'm not going to engage them in conversation. Uh, I see. <laughs> New York does smell of urine. So, so does. A lot. So do a lot of places. Yeah, I guess. Well, but they did flood the subways, so I, I think it'll be an <laughs> with improvement. With urine? No, it'll be an improvement now. Oh, okay. So they flooded with that slime from Ghostbusters too. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so we're exactly just going to play some upbeat music, and all of a sudden the subway's going to come to life. Your love yeah. keeps getting me <laughs> higher, higher and higher than Bill Murray's ever been before. Right. Hey, be careful with the Statue of Liberty set. They're going to use it in X-Men at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. So, uh, well, no, I, I like how uh, I like how old heck of a job Brownie. Um, oh yeah, thank you, good. thank you for reminding us of uh, of that wonderful nickname, Hunch. Yeah, uh, Hunch. Uh, you you want to tell this one? You you definitely know. Oh well, you know, obviously John Brown. Uh, the uh, I believe his name is John. Whatever Brownie. His uh, the former director of FEMA. Yeah, uh, was says the uh, relationship all, all over the news this week because he came out and said that uh, Obama's or the FEMA's response to Hurricane Sandy was was too fast and that everybody in New York needed to chill out a little bit, uh, and calm down. You know, we were too fast to respond. Uh, you know, I think the, that he the felt, logic being saying that you didn't they didn't wait for information or right. I, well, no more. They didn't like wait they didn't for wait, more people to die. They didn't wait for enough black yeah. people to drown. Mm, is really what it was. True, he felt true. like there wasn't enough black people left <laughs> to drown. Jesus um, Christ, man! Um, I think that they were just worried about uh, about hurricane profiling. Right. They didn't want to profile the hurricane as a grab. Like, well, it looks like a hurricane, but we don't want to get in trouble with, like, you know, That's the true. ACLG. Or we're going to wait for all the evidence to come in here, people. Uh, we're going to some, wait some time. We're not really sure a hurricane happened. You yeah. might you might all be lying. Right. Okay? Right. No uh, offense. If it was a legitimate the hurricane, then God <laughs> wanted it to happen. Right. Oh. Now, if it's a forcible hurricane, you know, I guess that New York can have a hurricane abortion. But otherwise, I, you know, they're going to have to prove it. Okay. They're going to have to prove it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so um, <laughs> it's election. The final, this will probably be our final episode uh, where we don't know who the next president is. However. No, it won't. However, <laughs> it's, it's going to be so close. That, that's what I'm getting at. It's going to be so close that we might be looking at a recount. We might be looking at a scenario in which um, a candidate wins the popular vote right. but does mm-hmm. not win the electoral college vote. That'll probably be due to the, the swing state, narrow swing state leads that um, the president has over mm-hmm. Romney, 
that would be most likely to happen that Romney would have the popular vote and um, he might not win the election. But how would you feel? Because I know that when Gore uh, won the popular vote but lost the electoral college vote, I was like, fuck, fuck the electoral college. But if it went the other way this year, like... I might leave my chat hanging. Yeah. I I don't know. I wouldn't... I I was not really that... I wasn't really that upset by the fact that it happened because it's simply the mechanism that, like, it's that's how it's designed to work, and that's what happened. I yes. think I, I agree. I don't. I don't think that the electoral college. I don't. I think that it's outmoded. And I think it was more that they stole the electoral college vote in right. 2009. Yes. That they okay. Got it. So then it then it would be a different scenario so unless they didn't. Caleb, Caleb, are you arguing that the system was designed to have the Supreme Court decide the election for us? Because I agree. Yeah, that's exactly what um, I'm saying. Fundamentally, I I agree that really we need a a panel of seven old white men yeah. oh by the way the we, uh, we could be just like uh, China who selected right. a couple of those uh, Supreme Court justices um, oh the father of the candidate uh, that they selected yeah exactly hmm. America what the fuck America nepotism <laughs> okay so but we've we've, we've uh, safely avoided the actual question how would you feel uh, if the same thing happened the well, other way well if I lived in Ohio um, I'm sure I would feel one way and if I lived in Florida I'm sure I'd feel a different way but you live in California Oh well, then it doesn't matter how it feels. And that's actually true. <laughs> Sorry, I'm actually I'm voting for Ronald Reagan. Actually, yeah. it doesn't really fucking did, matter. Did you know that your opinion only matters if you live in the least populated states in the country? <laughs> I know it's um, true. Yeah, if you're one of a hundred people within, you know, oh I don't know, a hundred square miles, then yeah. your vote is really important. But if you, you know, happen to live in the most populous, largest economy in the country, then really, who cares? Yeah, I think that that's probably the problem with this electoral college thing. Funny thing is, my um, a friend of mine, a friend of my family, Barry, um, he's working on a initiative. He's an attorney uh, called the National Popular Vote, mm. and uh, he's he actually went to the Supreme Court and, and, and argued for this. Um, and basically, what he's trying to do is get enough states to sign up that they will vote for whomever wins the popular vote for their electoral. Oh votes, yeah, you were telling me about that. So that de facto, and if he gets an, if he gets enough that enough states that add up to two seventy. That would mean that no matter what the electoral college wants to do, it would they would have to go to the person who wins the popular vote. Does that make any sense? The the only problem with that is yeah. that each each member of the electoral college is allowed to vote their own way. Mm-hmm. So right. theoretically, you anybody can vote who's there, your own way. Right. yeah, I mean, so you can have a piece of paper, but he gets to, I mean, he or she right. gets to vote. Yeah, they however do, she decides. What's it called? Like a no confidence voter or something? Zero confidence voter? Someone who votes against a vote of no right. confidence? Vote oh, wait. No that's, no, that's something different. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that's what they did to Chancellor Valorum yes. in Phantom Menace. Which, oh, is a, which is a real thing, but that's not what you're referring to. I always get my domestic and intergalactic politics mixed yeah. up. Yeah. Well, just because Terrence Stamp played both General Zod and Chancellor Valorum, it gets a little confusing if you're in the Superverse or the Starsverse. I don't wait for the translation. Yeah. Answer me now. Answer me now. Um, so, so, any more personal connections with Sandy? Obviously, your sister, you know, getting getting a little power outage there. Where is she? Where is she exactly in the city? She is in, uh, I think she's in uh, lower something. She's in the, she is in a direction of a side. She's on the mid lower upside. She's mm-hmm. on the lower east west upper side. Mm, of Staten, she's, Long Beach. Her school is, is like down in like kind of greenwich area. Mm. Um, I don't I haven't visited her yet, but um, mm. yeah, we'll mm. see. Well, one other thing in politics I enjoyed this week was obviously the footage of uh, Governor Christie um, in his in his uh, oversized, well, appropriately sized blue polar fleece, um, so elegantly labeled, touring the foot- touring the devastation with uh, President Obama, 
and the uh, excellent fallout from that. Wonderfully rotund um, contrarian in the, <laughs> the ilk of Orson Welles. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wanders on stage, delivers a monologue, saunters off stage. His quote to to the citizens of the great state of, of New Jersey was pretty great. He said, don't be stupid, go home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Garden State, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful. That's, yeah, oh. he's, he's the, the chief executive of Snooki. I mean, I think it makes right. sense. Did you hear, Straight talk from Christine. Did you hear that the, uh, the MTV house uh, unfortunately survived uh, the uh, devastation, actually? It was unharmed. Um, I am... Uh, What's it called? Fist pumping right now. I just want to let you know that. Yeah. Did did it keep rocking pants. in the midst of the hurricane? Uh, nobody no, nobody came a knocking. Oh. So were they jimming, to... tanning, and laundering? Were they GTLing? <laughs> Actually, they just they just did, they didn't need to launder. They just stood outside. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Someone should launder out their dirty mouth because they have a dirty mouth. They have a dirty mouth. And moving on. Um. <laughs> Well, should we get yeah. into... Uh... Yeah, I think we should. I think we can get back. I think we should. it's time to wrap it up with Star Wars. I think it's time to get into... We'll start uh, the show and end the show with uh, apparently the most important uh, news story of the week. 8.5 million people out of power. Over 100 killed. The entire eastern seaboard laid waste. Mm, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's the plot of the next one, right? Right. I saw that actually the entire thing I just was thinking was scrolling down in yellow text in my mind. Sorry? Wait, what? No way. Uh, I mastered the crane technique. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to wax on and wax off right now. I'm just going to wax off, actually. All right, well, there's been many plots proposed for Star Wars over the years. Mm-hmm. But now it's to decide, time to decide what the top five best would yeah. be. Now that it's owned by Disney. Yeah, now it's owned by Disney. Well, well they already owned that one for a while. Apparently, yeah. there's a there's a binder of women. No, not women. There's a binder of uh, like plot ideas that George Lucas has somewhere for Star Wars seven, eight, and nine. And the question is, are they going to use that as a guide? Are they going to totally throw that away? Mm-hmm. Are they going to use some of the novels and comic books that we've all read over the years? I've I've got some. Uh... Some original ideas of my own. All right, let's uh, get one, into in, it. one in particular. Uh, <laughs> throw my hat into the ring if I may. Um, so uh, imagine this: a an important planet for some reason doesn't matter. Star Wars reason. Okay. Um, planet's important. They have some sort of ore. Yeah, sure. They exactly. They have some kind of Jedi ore. Um, and less, less obtainium. Yeah, it's called an ore. <laughs> it's called an orium. Um, <laughs> So it has been. <laughs> it's actually called the double stuffed Orium. Uh... So uh, the the uh, a group of Sith have uh, taken over the planet and they have actually enslaved the local populace um, of humans uh, or whatever. And <laughs> can they be Yoda Ewoks? The, and Yoda and Mickey Mouse the Jedi team up, oh. and <laughs> they they rocket down to the planet. But see, the Je- the Sith will know that they're there if they use their powers. So they have to disguise themselves as slaves and infiltrate. The uh, the Sith slave you know gang. So basically, Kingdom Hearts is what you're saying. Uh, I, oh, I don't slavery. I don't I don't know if there were slaves in that. I never played it. I mean, I, know then, I was a slave to it because it was so good. <laughs> I'm just saying you can open it up to the Disney verse now. So you can throw so it's an asteroid of 
yeah. human-y people. Sure, sure. Well, Dwarves. Who, well, it has to be. It has to be a uh, a group of people of of uh, that somehow Yoda and Mickey Mouse can infiltrate and pretend that they're the same species. Okay. So like green Smurfs. Yeah, I guess you could you could just like put you know you could just like have uh, throw throw a, a, a some green paint on Mickey, kind of make you know put his ears into little, you know. Is this shape. like Steamboat Willie Mickey or like Goofy's Big Adventure Willie? Ah, uh, it's uh, it's uh, Song of the South. It's clone. <laughs> it's Clone Wars Mickey. They should do like a Jar Jar Binks Song of the South. That, I think that's what we should do. For the oh my God! There should be a there, they should Jar do a Star Jar Wars Binks. musical. Wait, Jar Jar Binks is the tar baby? Is that what you're saying? I don't understand what you mean when you say that. Like, um, what are you thinking of? Song of the I South? don't. I'm not thinking. That's why I said it. This is my. This is. <laughs> I mean, this like, is. That's what I'm thinking of. Is like this is my actual patch. idea. Okay. okay. So I'm thinking less of the animated Disney movies. Okay. I'm thinking of some of the live action Disney movies. I'm uh-huh. thinking Parent Trap. Mm. Plot of the Parent Trap is, of course, there's these uh, there's these two it. twin girls. Uh-huh. Who don't know about each other? Their parents are divorced, mm-hmm. um, and they switch places after meeting at summer camp mm-hmm. to bring their parents back mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. So my idea is because we all know that you know Luke and Leia are twins, right? We we do all know that. So um, I'm thinking that, and in the expanded universe, they they always say that um, Han Solo and Princess Leia are going to have twins. So what if they have identical <laughs> twins? Han Solo and Princess Leia get a divorce. Get a divorce yeah. They separate. Like he's living on Corellia and she's living on Endor or whatever. Yeah, not on Alderaan. And then they meet at Jedi camp. Yeah. They meet at Jedi camp. And at first they don't like each other because they look exactly the fucking same, but can't really figure out that they're total siblings. <laughs> yeah, they really don't. And um, then they switch places and mm-hmm. then bring back um, Harrison Ford and um, Carrie Fisher. Back Carrie. I love it. I love it. Except let's let's not have Carrie Fisher. <laughs> so I was thinking about you know bringing no offense, it, Carrie. I was kind of thinking about bringing it back you know and kind of making you know I feel like that you know it's always so intergalactic right and that we want to make yeah. we want to kind of bring that personal drama home and create like kind of a microcosmic version of Star Wars like so, real world Coruscant right I'm thinking of like Honey I Shrunk the Jedi. Where Rick Moranis reprises his role as both uh, Darth Balls in, in Spaceballs. Darth and, Balls? And Darth That's what it was, right? <laughs> <laughs> as, as, you went over my ball helmet? <laughs> <laughs> and he shrinks, shrinks some Jedi who have to journey back across, you know, like basically a front yard in Endor um, and, and, and to uh, restore themselves to regular size. Um, and, and eat a giant Oreo. <laughs> I need a giant Oreo. So a little more Sleep personal drama. Sleep in a Lego. Drama. A little more personal like drama. Okay. Um, just kind of bringing it home. Jedis enter Tron. Tron Jedi? Just throwing that in there. Oh, That's okay. a good one, too. I like Lego that. Jedi. <laughs> Tron. Lego Tron Jedi Wars. Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got um, Weird Amistad uh, Slave Story. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I shrunk Schindler's the Jedi. Jedi. Oh god! We've got um, the Jedi trap. We got the Jedi trap. Let's get together, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm thinking that we could do like a, you know, Herbie, the mm. Herbie fully loaded. Like the, what if it was like an X-wing or a Tie fighter that was like possessed and like flew around and got an adventure? I love it. Kids. Or the Falcon. The Falcon. Yeah. Because it's yeah, got a history. bring the Falcon you know? back. I mean, that was lame that the new Star Wars didn't introduce like. How the Falcon. An early Falcon, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm thinking that we could, you know what they should do is, um, it should be like Cheers, but at the cantina. 
All right. And Land... Oh, a sitcom. A sitcom. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, that'd be great. And Lando buys the cantina. Right. And they all, like, work together at the cantina. I'm respectable now. Yeah. And the price uh, you pay I'm for a respectable businessman. The price you pay for being respectable. Mm-hmm. Uh, S- something, something, Kelsey Grammer. That's something, something, <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. Oh, oh man. Well, you know, obviously, my fear. I mean, you know, on the other side of maybe the great is plot spiders. Lines, my my fear oh. besides beyond snakes, um, which are very frightening things, is uh, uh, <clears throat> Ewok. Is is a, is a blow up of the Ewok? I feel like that could go. Yeah. That could go wrong. Oh, they're back for sure. <laughs> yeah, it could get really yeah. bad. I mean, we could see like Care Bear level Ewok mm-hmm. adventures, mm. you know, where you get Ewok Straight six, down. seven, and eight. <laughs> well, I don't mind as long as they make it like a kid's cartoon. That's but they, but they're going to put them saying. in the movies. That's what I'm that's saying. What I, I agree then that they're that's Then they're going to bring those characters back. Frightening. Mm. All right. What are some other classic Disney ideas that we Captain could get into? That we could steal. Captain EO. You know Michael Jackson. Oh. Hee <laughs> He's going to come back as a blue ghost. Bruno Mars as the newest Jedi playing Captain EO. Or just Bruno from Bruno? No, it's Bruno Mars. He looks like MJ. He's like a miniature MJ. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was trying to think of other great Disney franchise. Franchise? Return of the franchise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean where a uh, Jedi just, you know, shows up. Time travel. Carillion Space Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm, Space Pirates without, instead of sabers, lightsabers. Space Pirates of the Corellia Bean. Ooh, Spirits. (laughs) Spirits. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think uh, Shrey brought up an interesting point when this was all announced that this means that Princess Leia is now a Disney princess. Oh, yeah. So I think they should do like an animated Princess Leia as a young girl kind of romance story. How she like met her first beau, how she had a, a flying carpet. Or the something. Princess of Alderaan Diaries? Is that yeah, the Princess like of Alderaan Diaries. <laughs> what, about, what about, you know, cars? Now we can just have spaceships. Ooh. So oh, I just like thought of one. Talking spaceships, you know? I like just thought of one. Yeah. Do you guys remember uh, Escape from Witch Mountain? I, oh, I, I didn't watch the, the new one, but the Witch old Mountain? one. Wait, wait. You didn't watch the new one? It has The Rock in it. It, it does. Wait, it Escape from Witch Mountain? That mountain or this mountain? No, yeah. Who, whose mountain? Who, which is on first? Wait, yeah. who's on first? Uh, who's on which? Who's on the mountain? God, if you were closer, I would slap you. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> go, go, get go All the way across the room. Hey, don't discount throwing but, something. Okay, so, no, no, no. So, so Escape from Which Mountain. Um, this can be the further adventures, maybe the sequel to your uh, parent trap um, situation. Ooh. They get back together. And then they are sent to, uh, somehow they get onto a planet, these same twins, where it's... Uh, you know, where, where it's it's like Earth or something. You know, where it's it's a, a more backward planet. They, they don't have Jedi. They don't have space travel and all that jazz. And then it's basically them using their Jedi powers uh, like they did, like the kids in Witch Mountain and trying to, to meet up with uh, with the Millennium Falcon and Han Solo. The young adventures of Chewbacca a la Smokey and the Bandit. So where Chewbacca is the bandit. Um, Ooh, or or like the young inventor, or or like the, the, the young inventor, like an imperial guy. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and Chewbacca's a young bandit. Uh, the, the adventures of young Han Solo. That would be dope, actually. Yeah. That would be kind of dope. Yeah. Like young idiot. But, but it wouldn't be like, an, it would be kind of like a Boy Meets World, yeah. where it would just be like him, like hanging out at like the Space Burger joint, like mm. talking about how his like girlfriend oh, won't put that's out a thing. Or whatever. They're going to, Disney wants to put, I'm um, sorry, I'm, I'm interjecting this because I wanted to mention it earlier. <laughs> his space girlfriend. Isn't um, that what Boy Meets World was about? Yeah, I think that's exactly what it was about. And they want to make another, like a spinoff, Girl Meets World, where oh. they get those two kids back together. They're probably 30 something now. Um, they're married, and they have. It's about their preteen daughter. Yep. Are they gonna do that? That's they want to. I yeah. heard Topanga 
my my sister knows someone who snorted to snorted coke off Topanga's butt. Good for her. Yeah. Or him. Whoever. Honey, Everybody in that situation. Honey, can you Good hand me them. my phone? I need to clarify this. <laughs> wow. Wow, I didn't mean it to, to get us off on this much of a tangent. I, I, I really, that cannot be unheard, like really, That cannot be unheard. I really need to know the clarity on this. No, you do not. Okay. No, you do not. All right, so, so what about so, other great, but let's, yeah, about yeah, other great so Disney I, franchises? Okay, like, so I'm trying I, to think of some other really good Disney franchises. Yeah, I do like... Here. You're calling her? Yeah, yeah I thought you were going to text her. Bringing it in. Oh, well, man. Let's see if she picks up. She was texting. Keep talking. <laughs> so, uh, what other great Disney franchises are there I can think of? I, I, I'm thinking, you know, lots of animated films, but I, yeah, I, I know I'm stuck on the animated are, films. The animated aren't really the the great spotter no, for this. No. Um, <clears throat> you know, we were talking earlier, obviously, of, of, of saying like, you know, it's like this somehow George Lucas's secret binder, binder of whip, binder of space women. Don't you dare leave a message. You're gonna do. Really? It. You're gonna right leave now? a message on while we're recording. Thank you. You can end. You can send her a text right. message. Hey Emma, oh, it's your brother. Jesus. We're on the show right now. Yes, we're we are. We're talking about Topanga and cocaine. Uh, and cocaine. Oh. And I think there was a thing where you knew a person who did coke off her butt. Can you like? Uh, I know you're yeah. like in the middle of a hurricane or yeah, whatever right now, but this is really important. Can you we're, get back to me? We're okay, kind of wondering if love was, you. Bye. We're kind of wondering if it was a line or like a bump and a pockmark. <laughs> yeah, so. so <laughs> I love you. Bye. Say hi to Adam. Okay, sorry. Guys. Um, it's just, there's really important stuff. Yeah, I don't so, think you're sorry. I don't. No, believe I don't that. think you're sorry. <laughs> no, at all. not really. Even a little bit. No, no, I don't think you're sorry. Um, yeah, so I think we should vote. Um, I think we've got a good, yeah. good number. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, raise your hand if you want to do "Boy Leaves World," the Han Solo Young Chronicles. Ooh, I like that. I like a show of hands on a podcast. I know. Um, yeah. it's actually my show, favorite way of voting. Show of yeah, audio hands. Okay. I'm show gonna say, well, how, no, show votes, hands how many good. votes do we get? No, just show of hands. How many? Show of hands. How many people for the the boy okay. the boy chronicles? The young Han Solo. Wow, chronicles? that is amazing. Oh, I wish wow. you guys Silence. could see Jeez. what is going on. Is There's only three of us, and there's like 18 hands yeah. up. Very, very. That's impressive. amazing. Right. Wow. And Caleb, you should take that that giant foam finger off your dick, because that's really gross. <laughs> well, look. If I take it off, then it's just going to be my dick. Okay. So <laughs> choose to, your poison, Hanji. Yeah. To his right? credit, he has a foam dick under the <laughs> over his real dick. <laughs> That's the way we roll at handsome headquarters. The dog is looking at us like, what the fuck? Oh, God. <laughs> She's like, what the hell? Okay, so we got the Young Han Solo Chronicles. Uh, okay, um, we got Parent Trap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So can we, yeah, Parent Trap. Parent Trap. Intergalactic, I, yeah. We have Song of the South. Well, wait, wait, wait. Can we, I, I want Witch Mountain as a sequel to Parent Trap. Yeah. Okay, oh, so yes. it's like a, that's its own trilogy. I like that, yeah. I'm, I'm, I put my vote for the that. Third, I, I actually really want to watch that, to be one? honest. What's the third one? In the trilogy? Yeah. That would be oh. the Herbie one. Oh, the Herbie. Okay. So it's kind of just like a live action. <laughs> no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it would be Trading Places. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we had Cheers, it would too. Be, Space Cheers. It would be Trading Places, but it would be like the two twins would trade places with the with Han and Leia. Oh. Yeah. It takes two. <laughs> Through a through a, a crazy through a wacky Sith no, I think uh, tiki. The, the trilogy you know, is God. the trilogy is the. Uh, uh, <laughs> never mind. I don't think this is going. Anywhere. Okay, okay, no, but those, so those two. <laughs> okay, we don't know what the third one is yet. We'll, we'll honey, we'll, I shrunk the Jedi. Can be the we'll spitball later. Oh shit, guys, I got it. So so Disney <laughs> bought Pixar, right? Right. Oh yeah. Which what was Pixar's first movie? Nemo. No. no. Sorry. Toy Story. Toy Story. Toy Story. What if they did a movie? Where Andy from Toy Story is at college, and 
the the Star Wars prequels came out, so he he pulled out all of his Star Wars toys from when he's a kid, <laughs> and he puts them up in his dorm room. Okay. And then when he closes the door to go smoke weed and fuck his college girlfriend, they all come alive in a Star Wars toy story. Lee, that's just your life. (laughs) Uh, Everybody raise your hand for that. Silence. Silence. Ribbit. Oh, right, because it's hands. Um, okay, well, we're good. Before we vote, here's the list. Okay. Um, We we have uh, Star Wars Amistad. Um, we have Parent Trap to Witch Mountain. Uh, we have the Young Han Solo Chronicles. Uh, we have uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Jedi. And we have uh, the Millennium Falcon, uh, the Love Spaceship. Um, oh, so those are our dude. five. Wait, 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 wait. That's what they should do after. So after the great, after the Battle of uh, uh, Endor. That big ship, you know, the big cruiser, it had to be decommissioned from from intergalactic service because it took too much damage to battle. So it actually they they changed it into a cruise ship, Battlestar, and it Falcon. became the love boat. The love boat. So it's actually like an interstellar love boat. Wow. With Admiral Akbar. Or 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 <laughs> the retirement. droids. The droids rise up uh, and destroy the colonies, um, destroy the Republic, and only <laughs> only the Millennium Falcon is left. I see three Battle, PO. Battlestar Falcon. <laughs> Wait, Isaac Asimov's I see three PO. I'm going back to the love boat, and I'm imagining. Oh man, I do like, like love boat. Like, there's some like l- lusty. Oh, Lando. Ooh, Lando. Lando takes the Falcon back, right. and he is the captain. No, no, it's got to be Ad- Admiral Akbar in retirement. Right, because be there's like, like a the Admiral Schnapp There's bar. like a lusty. <laughs> there's a lusty millionaire lady, <laughs> and she's like, oh, come. She tells the um, like the uh, the pool boy an, an or aging Leia. Yeah, an aging Leia tells the the. Um, like the like the porter or some guy who works at the the ship, like oh come back to my room, I'm gonna give you a tip. And Admiral Akbar's like, no, don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. Oh. Oh. Folks, I, I think that we have it. Yeah. So, um, I think the I think Love Boat. I think we can't. We can't. Talk some people that. say you don't you don't know what you have till it's gone. Today's jokes brought to you by the Carpenters. By the Carpenters. <laughs> I wish I could get away with saying folks. Yeah, I know. Well, you're not Obama. Yeah, you're not a politician. You're such a wonderful group. Don't applaud, throw money. There's a fly in my suit. And remember, when you're throwing money, throw coinage. <laughs> because it goes farther. Not financially, just physically. Unless maybe you fold that bill into some kind of aerodynamic form. Giving with real impact, Kevin. This long fade out yeah. brought to you by Lee. Yeah. yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've been listening to Morning Handsome brought to you by liberalguiltradio.org. I am joined in the studio today by Caleb Hoffert. 
Good morning, handsome. Hunter Ambrose. Good morning, handsome. Internet Batman. These are the jokes. <laughs>